Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hello, this is Let's Talk About Myths, baby, and I am your host, Liv. I'm here with an unexpected episode today. Uh, There were some technical difficulties slash the time that exists in a day difficulties slash I just don't know how to keep up with things in my life difficulties. And unfortunately, at the very last minute, I figured out I just wasn't going to have a new episode up for this week. Um, So here is a re-airing of just the very fun mini-myth on Dido, because isn't she a badass? And because next week, once I get my shit together, we will have a very special episode all about Augustus and Rome and Dido. It's a conversation between uh, myself and Jen and Jenny of Ancient History Fangirl, Uh, but it needs more work. So it'll be coming out next week. And for now, please enjoy the re-airing of this Dido episode from earlier in the year. 
Mini myth: Who let a woman found a city? Dido beyond the Aeneid. Last week, I told you about the history of Dido that is told in the Aeneid by Venus to Aeneas. But that is not all we know. It's just what Virgil wanted us to know. You might find today's episode differs slightly from what I told you last week. Again, that's because last week I was going off of the Aeneid, and now we're going beyond to other historical and mythological references to the queen. Dido, like Aeneas, is the mythological founder of Carthage, though we have no real proof that she existed. Certainly, though, the Carthaginians believed she did. And they believed she had quite the history, quite the origin story for how she finally arrived on the land that they named Carthage. Dido has another name, though. Her original name in Phoenicia was Alyssa, and the name Alyssa in Semitic languages suggests that she might have been associated with the gods, perhaps even a goddess herself. The name Dido was given to her by the Libyans later. It means wanderer. Like Aeneas when he founded what would become Rome, Dido and the people she brought with her to found Carthage were refugees. This is the case in so many stories, refugees being forced to flee their countries, going on to do great things, found great new civilizations. It's too bad that people like to forget that now. Dido's life begins in Tyre, the island port city of the Phoenicians, where Cadmus, the Greek hero who brought the Greeks the concept of an alphabet and who founded the Greek city of Thebes with the goddess Harmonia, was also from. He's my favorite. I will bring him up whenever possible. It's quite the mythological birthplace, but itself was a very real city in the ancient world, a major trading port with the Greeks and others in the Mediterranean. In Tyre, Dido is a princess whose ancestors have long ruled the city. Her father, the king, was named Belus, and he announces that it isn't Dido's younger brother, Pygmalion, who will rule Tyre after he's gone, but Dido, a woman alongside Pygmalion. Belus decides that his children will rule jointly. But this does not sit well with Pygmalion, who seems to take the first syllable of his name as a serious personality trait. Pygmalion is infuriated, far angrier than he rightly should be. They are siblings after all, and Dido is older, but she's a woman, so he's not having it. In time, Dido marries a very rich man, Sicaeus, who's also a priest. Because of this, he is powerful, so wealthy, and that power brings out a hatred within Pygmalion, a man already prone to shitty behavior. In fear of the power his sister would have while sharing the throne and married to this man, Pygmalion has Dido's husband, Sicaeus, killed. Once Pygmalion has had her husband killed, everything changes for Dido. She's smart. She knows that once Pygmalion has done this, it's only a matter of time before he has her killed too. She begins to plan how she'll escape from Tyr, and finding and coordinating with the others in the city who are no fans of Pygmalion. Dido has to be smart about this. She can't just jump on a ship and set sail. They need supplies. They need gold. 
So Dido sends a letter to her brother telling him that her husband's death has affected her so much that she doesn't want to live in their house anymore. She can't bear it. She tells Pygmalion that she wants to return to their family home where he lives now. She adds, to sweeten the deal for her brother, that she'll bring her husband's wealth with her when she returns. Pygmalion is sold. Preparations begin. In order to reach her family home, Dido must fill a ship with her belongings and, notably, her husband's gold. Pygmalion helps. He just wants the gold, so he's more than happy to lend some of his servants to help Dido bring her things to his home. Once Dido and her ship filled with everything she needs is out to sea and in full view of Pygmalion awaiting her return, she sets her plan into action. Dido has the servants throw overboard bags of sand that had been on the ship to wait it. They splash loudly, catching Pygmalion's attention. She knows he can hear her from the shore, and so with his rapt attention, she calls out to the skies above, calling out to her husband, praying to his memory, asking loudly that he accept these offerings of his very own wealth, that thing that caused his death. From where he stands on land, Pygmalion believes that Dido has just thrown overboard the wealth of Sicaeus, helped by the very servants he had sent from his own home. It's over for the servants. They know that even though they'd done no such thing, they'd never be able to return to Pygmalion. And so Dido gains even more followers and future residents of her new city. So, with Pygmalion furious and fuming from shore, but prevented from sending his own fleet to kill Dido by their own mother, Dido sails on. Their mother stopped him by telling him an omen heard by a priest, that he mustn't interfere with Dido. If he did, he would be punished worse than any other. It's his sister's destiny to found the richest city in the world. As you all know, I absolutely love native deodorant. That's simply something that's been true now for over a year since I have first worked with them. I absolutely love it. They gave me the free one and then I have been buying it ever since. I actually just received my uh, most recent shipping of it and it came plastic free like I had asked and that is the coolest thing ever. They've made themselves even better in my books. I tell everyone around to buy native deodorant because native deodorant doesn't just block odor better it's made better native has ingredients you've heard of like coconut oil shea butter and tapioca starch it's vegan never tested on animals there are so many scents i love the coconut and vanilla it's the best. I've been interested in think in trying the lavender and rose though too or maybe the cucumber and mint. And Native is risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping within the US plus free 30 days returns and exchanges. So do what I did and make the switch to Native today by going to nativedo.com/mythsbaby or use promo code mythsbaby at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedo.com/mythsbaby or use mythsbaby at checkout for 20% off your first order. Thank you. 
once they've escaped Tyr, Dido and her fellow refugees first land on the island of Cyprus. There they meet a priest of Astart, another name for Ishtar, who you'll remember from the series on Gilgamesh. But in this case, she's ostensibly the goddess Venus. Another version names him as a priest of Jupiter, but also references Astart later. Regardless, Dido convinces this priest to come with them on their journey, that in the new city that they found, he could be the high priest. He's more than happy to, and also tells them that it just so happens that the Cypriots have a festival of the goddess taking place. It seems during this festival, the unmarried women have a special job to do. They're encouraged to moonlight as sex workers to make as much money as they can, which would then go into their dowries for their future husbands and would ensure a happy, faithful marriage. I kind of love this. They're just making some extra money and there's nothing shameful about it. It's practical even, and it means to result in a happier life later on. Way to go, Astart ladies. In any event, these women are noticed by some of the men traveling with Dido, and they find themselves happily marrying off and bringing with them new wives, all of them carrying on their way to found this new city. With this idea comes a melding of societies, too, mixing of cultures, resulting in their new civilization, a melding of everything. Carthage represents so much that was later thought of as bad or wrong that they were bad people as a result, but truly they were refugees seeking a better life and forming new blended families along the way. And so the ship continues on, sailing the Mediterranean, keeping to the coast of North Africa, waiting on the perfect piece of land to found a new home. Finally, they reach it, what will become Carthage, the perfect position of land for a powerful, wealthy city. When Dido and her fellow refugees reach shore, they meet with local people who'd been watching them. These people are welcoming, looking to barter with the new people that have landed nearby. They bring their king, Iarbas, who speaks with Dido. Of course, he's taken with her. She's beautiful and she's ruling over these people, guiding this ship. So when Dido asks Yarbus for a piece of land, just a little piece of land where her and her people could rest for a while, he asks how much land. She tells him she only wants enough to stretch an ox hide over. Yarbus laughs. Of course she can have that. It's almost nothing. Dido, though, is cunning as fuck. She instructs her people to cut the oxide into the narrowest strips possible, like pieces of thread. And together, they stretch the strips around the beach where they arrived, and even the nearby hill that becomes known as Oxhide Hill, named for the brilliant, sneaky way that Dido obtains all the land they could need. Iarbus, meanwhile, is entertained. He recognizes she outplayed him, and he isn't mad. A man confident in himself. It's shocking, really, given the typical stories we tell. He's outplayed by a woman, and he concedes, just happy to have new people to trade with. Historically, Carthage isn't the first Phoenician colony. They'd established quite a few along the Mediterranean coast, but it becomes by far the most powerful and important for a time eclipsing even Phoenicia itself. Carthage was one of the most powerful forces in the region, both because of its strategic location and the skills of its people. It's known for its warfare, its ability to beat Rome. Carthage fought Rome endlessly. 
The Carthaginians were also known as the Punic people, and the Punic Wars are some of the most famous in Rome's history. Thank you all for listening. I know we all love to hear just a little bit more about strong, badass women of mythology. So thank you, Dido. Thank you. Anyway, tune in for next week with the badass, exciting, special episode that I mentioned earlier. It's going to be good. Thank you all again. You're all so wonderful. And oh my gosh, at the end of this month, these things won't happen anymore because this will be my full-time job. (gasps) What the fuck? I am Liv and I love this shit. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.